Well, I'm Will Legator, and this is Carruthers Legator and whoever. And today um, we are, are we continuing our, our journey? Yes, this the is our... Myself, yeah. This is, uh, I think this is the... Oh, this is the fourth entry into your mind. Okay, okay. So we're, we're, not, we're not too deep. Um, so this is, of course, uh, the wonderful... National treasure. Benjamin Franklin Gates, you are undertaking the duty of the family Gates to find the most spectacular treasure in history. It grew throughout the ages and moved across continents until it was hidden by America's founding fathers who left clues to the treasure's location right before our eyes. The unfinished pyramid, the all-seeing eye, are telling us something. Keeping this treasure safe, Benjamin, is your destiny. You're treasure hunters, aren't you? We're more like treasure protectors. All his life, Benjamin Gates has searched for a treasure no one believed existed. Don't you get it, Ben? The treasure is a myth. Yeah, I refuse to believe that. But what he thought was the final clue... 108 years of searching and I'm three feet away. ...is only the beginning. The Declaration of Independence. You think there is a treasure map on the back of the Declaration of Independence. Which has been a, a household favourite of mine. Um, it's a great, I see it as a great Sunday afternoon movie, maybe with a roast. Um, <laughs> but then I see most movies like that. You I'm, do I'm the, say this about yeah. an abundance. <laughs> if somebody had the time and patience, they could edit a good montage over the past <laughs> 150 episodes of you going... Sort of film you watch late at night with your dad, or sort of movie you watch on a Sunday afternoon. The map is invisible. Why would we make this up? Where's your proof? We don't have it. Wiley, get down! Did Bigfoot take it? Word about the map is bound to get out. Ian's gonna try to steal it. 90 seconds. The only way to protect the declaration is to steal it. What? I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. Uh, ben? From producer Jerry Bruckheimer and director John Turtletaub. It is surrounded by guards and video monitors and little kids on their eighth grade field trip. You will go to prison, you know that, right? Yeah, probably. Okay, go! Get out of there. Get out of there now. He's got the bloody map. This Thanksgiving, the clues of ten generations. There's more to the riddle. We'll reveal the mystery 20 centuries in the making. Who wants to go down the creepy tunnel inside the tomb first? <laughs> Tell me what the next clue is. I'm a, I'm a very time-centric person. I'm going to give you the movies that are coming up on this, on this block. You're going to give me three options. Okay. Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Late night, halfway through... 10 o'clock, okay, we'll watch... Yeah, 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 we'll just watch the final hour of that. Or, I don't know, what's your third option? Something you would choose and would put on yes. start to finish. Click. Um, late night. Along came Polly. Sunday afternoon. Ratatouille. Choose. Choose? 
I choose to put. Oh, that you in choose Torchwood Street. Street. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, National Treasure. Sunday afternoon was. Sunday afternoon. Johnny English Reborn. Choose. Sherlock Holmes. Choose. Sherlock Holmes: A Game of Shadows. Choose, choose, choose. The Prestige. Choose. Flushed Away. Sunday afternoon with a roast. The Pirates and an Adventure with Scientists. Uh, Sunday afternoon. Uh, we'll skip our Wallace and Gromit yes. uh, miniseries. Um, the Curse of the Weir Rabbit. Choose. And that's that. There you go. It's must. It's a relish. Gravy's a hot sauce. What do you see? Nicholas Cage. National treasure. And, <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Morgan Freeman at Balmoral Castle. I'd love to see that. Amanda Holden at uh, Wales. <laughs> Very good. But national treasure. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've. This is my virginity with national yes. treasure. Uh, does it? Does your love of national treasure extend into Book of Secrets, well, or is it just I, this? I first would even. One? I well, I haven't seen uh, Book of Secrets for a while, but um, I, I came across a few few clips, few um, few did a bit of reading, and I I think maybe Book of Secrets might even be the, the better film, mm-hmm. um, but that that's a difficult decision because I love Sean Bean very much. Does Sean Bean not appear in the second? Film? I don't think it's um, Ed. From the Truman Show, Ed Harris. Yes, <laughs> yeah, he, he's the baddie in that one. All oh, right. Well, I like Ed Harris. Mm. Um, YouTube comments. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Quote of the century. It's big, <laughs> big. Uh, it's the only way is up. This is just an excuse to get your Nick Cage impression out. The, the, <laughs> what is your favourite thing to quote, Nick Cage? Um, put the bunny back in the box. Put the bunny back in the box is very fun. I'm a big fan of you. Haven't seen Eight Millimeter? I'm a big fan of the tape. The film is real. The film is real. I also like. <laughs> oh no 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 no! I know what they. It's full Wicker Man. It's how to get burned. How to get burned. How to get burned. How to get burned. Um, <laughs> killing me won't save you. Goddamn honey! I very much enjoy. Right. I very much. Enjoy, I also very much enjoyed punching a woman dressed as a bear. <laughs> as a bear. Um, I also Great episode. Listen to the Wicker Man. Listen to the Wicker Man. Back to back with our other Wicker Man episode. Probably collectively our favourite horror film. Yeah. Probably it's not my favourite horror film, and it's probably not your favourite horror film. I'd say collectively. But collectively, mm. big fan of the. Oh God! Oh Jesus Christ! Oh God! <laughs> Uh, that's one of my other things to quote. Definitely the best movie ever. Well, you like National Treasure. Would you go that far? <laughs> uh, depends what mood I'm in. I mean, it, it's it's not it's not the best movie ever, is it? No, but no. Um, it's pretty pretty goddamn good. It's got everything I like about a movie. Mm. Because this was a good ass movie. Now the question is, where's the emphasis? <laughs> it's got to be Nick Cage. Great ass. Harvey Keitel. I'm going to that. <laughs> and your head is all the way up. The treasure is, in fact, knowledge. Ha! Indeed. 
Indeed. It's not. It's the... Uh, it's all the, the treasure <laughs> worth 10 billion. The movie is one of my inspiration to find Japanese treasure in the Philippines. Oh, there you go. I wonder if he's succeeded. This movie turns 15 today. Still a fun swashbuckling adventure, even if it's ridiculous in a lot of spots. Nicolas Cage never fails to please. That's very true. I'll agree with that. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, from the happy views to the one-star reviews in Katrina mm. Unit One Star Corner. Uh, propaganda film for the brainless. After sitting through this pile of dung, my husband and I wondered whether it was actually the product of an experiment to see whether a computer program could produce a movie. This was, it was that listless and formulaic. But the US propaganda thrown in your face throughout the film proves, disappointingly, that it's the work of humans. <clears throat> Semi-literate garbage. Well, it looked good on paper. <laughs> <laughs> But, oh dear, this is to Indiana Jones what speed two is to speed. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. A, a reasonable cast, including John Voight and Harvey Keitel. <laughs> reasonable. <laughs> battle against a pure L script and lose badly. I was disgusted by this picture. I'm really sorry, but why did this movie ever have to be made? I really tried to make this out, but this movie really sucks. Me being interested in history enormous, enorm enormously. Okay, we're going to skip that one because I can't read apparently today. Uh, and that's the end of Katrina Unit. Star Corner. It feels like she's dead. <laughs> We've named it in honour. I mean, this does come out a year from now. I Every bone in my body, I hope that previous guest Katrina Unit isn't dead. And I have to edit this episode to have a... In the arms of an angel... Every time, every episode. Every <laughs> single time. The Katrina Unit one star review, Connor. And it crosses. Um, be, before we get to our uh, 10 minute stretch, what, what did you think of National Treasure, Tom? I'm not, again, I'm not the biggest fan. I, I, I don't, I enjoyed it for the most part. It, it was an ideal waking up movie. I could come around to it. Um, it's a fun little adventure um, treasure map romp with Nick Cage. Yeah. Does not need to be two hours and ten minutes. That is painful. Not painful, <laughs> that's strong. But a nice tight hour 40 cut would do yeah. this. Uh, spoilers for the fun facts. I, I mean, I'm not going to say it twice. The original cut of this movie was four hours long. Now, I have no idea what is missing. Maybe it's more snow. Maybe it's just two hours of footage of Nick Cage on his snowmobile. <laughs> but I am. Um, I, I don't know how long this out. In fact, it's here right now. So the second movie is longer. Is uh, no, it's two hours four minutes. So around about the same. But I think that's justified more because you get a lot more variety in location and country. It's more of a globe hopping. Yeah. Whereas this, this is very, very. What is it? They in Boston. They're in Philadelphia for a lot of it, uh, where I spent a great four months of my life. Um, and I, yes, I was like, oh, there's a, there's a, oh, there's a, there's a. Actually, on, my, on the first Philadelphia bus tour, uh, they said um, the guy who was running the tour, who had a big sneeze, uh, kept talking about how the, uh, the big shootout at uh, the national, uh, in the National Treasure movies, 
uh, happened here, happened here in this uh, graveyard. Um, and then he'd sneeze into the microphone. It was uh, it was a great it was a great tour guide, but uh, very very annoying. Uh, the sneezing. Um, yeah, no, I wasn't. I can't say I will. I don't know if I'll ever return to it. I think if I have kids, right? You have kids, Will. I no. do. Yeah. <laughs> you have kids in the future. You're going to show them an adventure series. In what world do you pick National Treasure over Indiana? I, I mean, I, I don't think I'd have to stick to one. Why can't I show them both? Tom? You can. You can no, do whatever you want. <laughs> but... Like, that is, what? So, obviously, you haven't picked any of the Indiana Jones movies here for this block of no. ten. I mean... I think it's mainly because you know that I I like the Indiana Jones movies and you've taken this to use movies that I will never, ever put but onto it's the a show. contemporary Indiana. We named the cat Indiana! The, um, the point is, do you actually think yeah. that, Indi that this is better than Indiana Jones? Or are you just oh, no. doing it because no, no, you... No, no, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I adore that. I, I, I would even... I would even say that... Uh, and Indiana would maybe make it one day into my top 20. I love Indiana Jones. Which Indiana? So my two favourites are um, uh, Crusade. Yeah. And... Um, Raiders. I, th I think... what So there's Raiders... There's the, Raiders, Temple of Doom, and Last Crusade. Oh, Thank God, Ballas. You don't like Temple of Doom? Right, it's, it's got that annoying child. It, the, the, her name is... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I like I think, the child. I think, I think, I think um, yeah, um, Last Crusade is my favourite. Mm. I mean, you can't beat Sean. You can't. But you can beat Hitler. And if Last Crusade taught us anything, it's that we can beat Hitler. It's just that revolving door scene in the fire. It's great. It's it great, great stuff. Speaking of Hitler, and speaking of, in a very roundabout way, people in Nazi movies, mm. this movie opens rather delightfully with Christopher Plummer. It does, which is in my one of my best 10 minutes. Just which because takes I, us into 10 minutes. I think he gives an incredibly... Charming performance. I love Christopher Plummer. As was as, as was his great talent. We um, the earlier this year, uh, our Go with the Dragon Tattoo episode released, and I believe I spend a good fifteen minutes talking about how much I love Christopher Plummer, in the sweet sweet knowledge that in the sweet sweet ignorance uh, that you will die within the next couple of months. Um, very sad. Very sad. Uh, but here he is dead, and uh, we can not be happy that he's dead, but we can we can we can memorate him. Um, he's very good. If you're going to get somebody to read your big load of exposition and bring you into this world of mystery, intrigue, and adventure, you can do far far worse than uh, than Sir Christopher. Was and, was he a and sir? He's playing John Boyd's dad. Very believable again. Yeah. I, so in the first John Voight scene, in the Christopher Plummer scene, yeah, obviously John Voight's got this wig and these glasses on. Yeah, I think there's about nine years difference of age between them. I was going to say, like, 
Yeah. The first time I saw it, it's a bit like in JFK, where Joe Pesci's character wears all these wigs and these terrible, terrible wigs and eyebrows. And I thought, bloody hell, how bad is the makeup in this film? And then it turns out he's got alopecia and the real person actually had all these terrible eyebrows and wigs. Um, I thought that they were doing the John Voight look to make it cleaner when he's older later, but uh, there doesn't really seem to be that much of a change. Um, one of my changes is more plumber. I mean, I know you can't really... Yeah. I, I, I feel like that would be a nice... Maybe they could... I don't know why they killed him off. I thought that could have been good for the sequel. Yes. To have a, a Sean Connery figure in there. Of, um, you know... Well, I also like to do whatever they do. What is it they do? They're just a family who... Uh, that, what? That, no, they're, they're, they're just crazy conspiracy theorists that people don't trust. <laughs> The Gates family. Benjamin Franklin Gates. <laughs> uh, um, keep going, Will, with 10-minute stretches. Yes, I've gone, I've gone, for, I've gone for that. I've, I've gone for sort of the, uh, the... In the snow, where, I mean, all I could think mm. about... I don't know if it's the fact that it's Sean Bean or the fact that he double-crosses them, but it's very golden eye for me. <laughs> yes. Great. Okay, quick... Another another quick tangent. Best Connery, go. Best Sean Connery? Best Connery Bond. Oh, Bond. Um, um, uh, I'm, I'm going to cancel out You Only Live Twice. Uh, just You're going to go You Only Live Twice? No, I'm going to cancel that out. Oh, thank God. It's uh, an embarrassment. Uh, I, 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 Doctor No is great. Doctor No is um, great. Um, best Roger Moore. George uh, Lexington's obviously die. only got one. Let me let die. Best. Who's next? Timothy Dalton. Uh, oh. Um, uh, is it. Um, Honor Majesty? Is that the George? That's the George Lazenby. Uh, it, the it, two um, Timothy Dalton options are The Living Daylights and License to Kill. Living Daylights. The Living Daylights. Uh, your best. And then it's Brosnan. Yeah, best uh, Boston. I'm at Goldeneye. Goldeneye, yeah. Uh, and best Craig, we've talked we've, yes, multiple, multiple time. times on. Uh, it takes us back to National Treasure, Sean Bean. Yeah, <laughs> I like, I like the for me, for me, this. <laughs> it's not that it's all downhill, but uh, for me, this the big strength of the film is that first Christopher Plummer opening, nicely bringing us into this world, yeah, uh, with charm and charisma and intrigue and adventure. And then the uh, snow, um, not necessarily reveal of Sean, <laughs> Sean Bean. It, it's pretty obvious when he when he when he real, when you realise he's Cockney. Um, just getting that subtitled. Um, the when you realise that he's going to be this broad Cockney villain. Um, but I, if anything, another change. No, he's not oh, black. No, no, I love Sean Bean, and I'm, and it's not that he's a, it's not that he's bland. I've never described him as bland, but I don't know. His villain just seemed a bit tepid. Yeah. He hasn't got a lot to do, really. No. All he, does is he goes around kidnapping people and walking into the middle of roads, picking up Declaration of Independence yeah, and, and smiling, and scaring little children. <laughs> I just, 
Give me the last four letters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did they get? All they needed was the last four letters to get to it. <laughs> and they spent... Why didn't he ask him to write the whole thing in one go rather than... It's almost like, Will, if you think about this movie for more than five seconds, <laughs> it completely, completely falls apart. I, no, I adore it. It's great. It's great. It's great stuff. For uh, me, I'm the... Gonna... Oh, go on, go on. I've gone for, obviously, the, the stealing the Declaration of Independence. The Gala. The 7th anniversary Gala. <laughs> what a coincidence. Um... I've got that, and then I've got sort of that when they get into the church and they, they find the treasure, that that sort of ending. So, that, yeah, they're my three, three, three bits. And they are mine as well. Open yeah. Snow Gala. I, open Snow Gala sounds like a crossword clue. Um, sounds like a very bad crossword clue. <laughs> um, the Yeah, they're, they're mine, without a shadow of a doubt, uh, which takes us into um, Thomas Wiggly's specific favourite part of the film. Only got a couple, and they are. It takes us back to our roots, really, because these really, really are weirdly specific. I love. My big question is: Is this one of the best cuts from child to adult any movie has ever done? <laughs> because the because it's quite bad. There's no matching. Obviously, Indiana Jones has the Crusade has the incredible River Phoenix hat, and then the punch in the rain. That's like maybe the best ever. Obviously, Goodfellas has a great one. But this, there's just no harmony in the images. <laughs> it's just harsh cut to, it's a small child, and then harsh cut to him um, in a snowmobile with his, with his sunglasses on, um, just driving through the snow. It's great. Maybe that's where the other two hours went. Oh, it's just that child. It's another two hours of Nick Cage as a child with Christopher Plummer. Oh, I'd watch that. that, that yeah. Maybe it was originally Kevin Spacey. And so they swapped <laughs> him for Christopher Plummer and just <laughs> thought they'd cut two hours of it as well. He's back. He's back. He is back. <laughs> and by this time, it'll have, that movie will have been out. It's a movie about a man who's wrongly accused of being a paedophile. Um, I believe that is the plot. He is... <laughs> He is playing, he is in a cameo as a detective of sexual right. abuse cases. It's directed by the original Django, not Jamie Foxx, like the original Italian Django, and who was Vanessa Redgrave's husband, Franco Nero. And um, yeah, I mean, I mean, there is no better quote than the Italian museum curator getting Kevin Spacey <laughs> yeah. over to read a poem, uh, like, I don't know, month after the allegations and sir sir why did you ask kevin spacey to read the poem because he is the greatest actor in the world <laughs> uh, I, I was on a treadmill when i read that news story and i laughed aloud and the person next to me looked over and saw a picture of kevin spacey <laughs> and presumably had no idea what was happening uh, which takes us into oh i also have him being very happy with the id badge that just maybe it's because nicholas cage has a goofy face but I wouldn't trust that ID badge. And I've the the, the toast, uh, I very much enjoy. The awkwardness of, oh, let me take that glass. And nobody noticing that he's holding a glass. Yeah. Um, I very much enjoy Bean doing riddles and his and his bodyguards going, maybe it's this and maybe it's that. 
Um, and I uh, <laughs> very much enjoy the scouts joke. Well, mate, well, unless you're man, all are uh, ten foot or all are all three foot tall and wear scarves, then we're in trouble. And the filthy, pure filth sex joke that ends the film. Yes. What a way! What a way to end a lovely Disney movie. Lovely Disney PG movie with a heart with Diana Kruger going. I have a map to my vagina. If you want to have a look, and it just bolts after it. <laughs> um, Will you're more general or I, yours specifically? I've got a again when he when he grabs the the champagne. I love when he downs it. I love anyone that downs champagne. Um, again, funny moment in that scene, having to uh, pay for the, the replica and he's got no cash and he has to use his... That's a, a nice, goofy little scene. Um, and then the... Uh, oh, there's a, a very specific moment when they're in the clothes store and we have very... The, <laughs> the two um, changing rooms next to each other. What a crazy scene. But then when they go up to the, the cashier and he, there's a bit where he just goes... Whoa, 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 whoa. And just puts his hand on her. <laughs> it's great. Um, I think and- Nicolas Cage can be sexy. Well, no, maybe that's strong. But, like, I can see a movie, maybe, where there is a sexual appeal to Nicolas Cage. It is not to be found in this movie. <laughs> National treasure. Uh, with Diane Kruger. And I've uh, gone for the, the little Harvey Keitel reveal that wasn't oh obvious at all. <laughs> Jesus when he's like, somebody's got to go to <laughs> look at my ring. Get it's my like ring. in the um, the Toast of London Masons episode when they're all shaking the trousers at everyone. <laughs> it's like that. And Harvey Keitel would, of course, then be in The Irishman, which has another ring. <laughs> um, <laughs> only three men have this ring, and only one of them is Irish. So that's the world's worst Joe Pesci impression. Um, oh, I thought you were doing De Niro. There you go. No, that would be um, that would be. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, what? I am uh, sorry. I just. Uh, uh, oh, the Irishman. Incredible, oh, what a film. What a incredible film. film. You know why? Hey, people who say the Irishman's too long and then watch fucking eight hours of The Office back to back. But anyway, or as you were, or or end. <laughs> uh, as you were, William. Yes, uh, that that's my uh, generic specific moments. Uh, soundtrack corner. Uh, I I didn't really notice the soundtrack. I'll be honest. Is this nice. like one of your favourite soundtracks? Or I mean, there's a lot of classical music. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it's one of those that's um, written wallpaper. Yeah. It's, wait. It's uh, it's all original music by Trevor Rabin, um, nice. who who also did. Some other movies, probably. Um, at this point, I do want to look at the this director, John Turtletaub, oh, who has one of like the it. most insane director's careers of all time. Yeah. So, kicks off with uh, three ninja kids and driving me crazy and think big before then making cool runnings, before then making while you were sleeping, then making phenomenon the bloody John Travolta <laughs> movie. Then making a movie named called Instincts, which is just Anthony Hopkins with a massive beard, when noted anthropologist Dr. Ethan Powell, who left society to live in the jungle, is in prison for murder. It's up to young psychiatrist Theo Calder to get through to him. 
how have I never heard of this movie in my entire life? Then the kid, the movie where Bruce Willis um, plays an old version, and then he goes back um, to meet his younger self. Looper. No, that's no. Looper <laughs> is basically a sci-fi version and a more dramatic version of the yeah. kid. I, um, I remember watching the kid in a in a strange B and B in Bamborough. God. There you go. Um, yes, and then uh, and then the Sorcerer's Apprentice. What? Oh, I I adore that movie. Adore it. Adore. Well, I love the Sorcerer's the Apprentice. Then a movie we both really enjoyed, Last Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Las <laughs> Vegas. And then it's a megalodon. The Meg. The Return of. <laughs> not the Return of Sean Bean. I was going to say that's Jason Statham. Oh my God! There's Jesus. Dwight Schrute from the office. Yeah, loads of people are in the Meg. It's a Megalodon. <laughs> it's a Megalodon. Wait, did we get a Meg two? Weren't we supposed to get a Meg two? Yeah, followed by Meg two, the trench. Gonna be directed by Ben Wheatley. What? Jesus Christ! Oh well, I haven't seen the Meg, so that's don't, on my list. Don't. Don't. My family um, went to see it at the cinema without me. I was very upset. Because <laughs> I was at university, of course. Well, I'm sure we can forgive them. Maybe. What, 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 what do we do next on this crazy show, though? On this crazy show, we do Oscar travesty. We do. I don't think there's an Oscar travesty here. Correct me if I'm wrong, Will. I think you might be correct. Yeah. yeah. Which takes us into best single minute. Um... I actually, I have here the painfully bizarre changing room sequence, which is supposed <laughs> yep. to be a meat cute, I guess. It's like, oh, these people could fall in love. It's very shoehorn. It's pain. <laughs> it's rough. I, I, I don't know what draft she's, it was She's added. back for the second movie and they're very much in love. Oh, or there might not be. Maybe in the second movie they're split up and it's really awkward. I think that might happen. Yeah, that's probably what it's like. Spe oh, I, I haven't seen her in years and we're going to have to solve this mystery together. Yeah, There's only one person that knows how to read symbols like this. Oh, no. <laughs> You're going to have to speak to it at some point, Mick. I think that is exactly the no, plot. No, 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 no. <laughs> Just putting things aside. And then it's, and then she left me. Wasn't that Jurassic World 2? Wasn't that a whole five-minute scene? It's like, what, with Vince Vaughn? <laughs> no, Jurassic oh, World. Oh, Jurassic World. Oh, I do apologise. Yeah, it was. It was. Do you know how Vince Vaughn got his part in Jurassic Part 2? How? Because in the movie Swingers, they use the Jaws theme in a funny scene where he's talking to a woman at a bar, and she like she's an actress, and she's like, yeah, and I just do the work. And it's like, oh, no, I've put <laughs> him in a trap. And uh, they play the Jaws theme. But to get clearance of the Jaws theme, Spielberg had to watch that scene and Vince Vaughn's in it. And he said, I like that guy. And he cast him in Jurassic World, Jurassic Park. <laughs> Crazy guy. Let's get him. Crazy in. guy. Vince Let's Vaughn. Let's get him to fight some dinosaurs. <laughs> in this movie, when he's just a sleazy guy, I want him to fight a dinosaur. Uh, his, which... um, Vince Vaughn's power, his ability on the, the Lego Jurassic Park 2 uh, PS3 game is he can open uh, bolts with his metal cutter. That's a fun fact. 
That is not a skill. That is something many people can do. No, only, oh, it, you can only do it if you're playing as Vince Vaughn. If you are Vince Vaughn. <laughs> and let the record show, the Lego Jurassic Park game does call the character Vince Vaughn, not by the actual character's name. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you have any nominations for Best Single Minute, Will? I do. I've, I've got, I think that sort of awkward, funny little, when we first meet uh, Dr. Abigail, uh, and he's like, I, I love your collection of buttons. <laughs> I'm going to uh, give you another button. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, so I think real great witty banter is going to show up really in this is. line. Uh, you can see why she fell in love with him. Um, <laughs> the the chase <laughs> with Bradley Walsh. Uh, that's funny. No, um, <laughs> that, I think that's a, a fun little, when he's, he's up on the roof. That's great. Um, and the, the Liberty Bell little cipher um, scene, the montage with the kid. I think that's, that's very fun. What what do you reckon to... Well, yeah, I'll do it now. Yeah, I think it's in my change, but um, when he jumps into the Hudson... <laughs> I mean, at that point, it's not my change because it's so ridiculous at that point, I'm fine. And actually... I was quite thankful that there was a burst of ridiculousness at that point because I was growing a bit. <laughs> I was growing a bit weary. Um, I was yes, I was. I was indeed growing a touch weary. Uh, so I was quite happy uh, that we got some absurdity. Um, best line then takes us into best line. Um, when are we going to get there? I'm hungry. This car smells weird. It's a real line um, from the film. We've not talked about Riley Poole yet. We so haven't. You're... It's Doug from uh, The Hangover. It is Doug from The <laughs> It is Doug from The Hangover. Um, Justin Bartha. Great name. Terrible name. Great name. Interesting name. Justin Bartha. Um, do you like him or do you find him annoying? I think he's just the right amount for this I think, film. I think he plays the part and the character very well. Very well. Yeah, I can get down. Yeah. How do a bunch of guys? I'm doing the wrong voice. How do a bunch of guys with hand tools all build this same way they built the pyramids on the Great Wall of China? Yeah. <laughs> the aliens helped them. <laughs> As we learned in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yes. <laughs> not not my my least favorite. Oh no. Yeah, my least favorite Indiana Jones movie. Ooh, I don't controversial think I opinion there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, thank you. I um I went for a little Harvey Keitel line where the guy was saying, "Yeah, we we got a few days back. Um, someone said that someone was going to try and break in and steal the Declaration of Independence. Uh, we didn't believe them, and he just goes, how about now?' <laughs> I think that's that's great, Harvey Keitel. <laughs> Is Harvey Keitel back in the sequel? Maybe. I'm not sure. Does he get his penis out, as he is known to do in many a film? Like John Barrimer? Yes. <laughs> yes, except this is for the film, not just... What did he say? It was fun games or whatever? Just, just yeah, just an icebreaker. <laughs> How big is it? <laughs> icebreaker. Uh, you know, I really couldn't accept something like that normally, but... Um, I really want it. Very, very funny there for Diane Kruger. <laughs> Great Diane Kruger there. 
And that's it, really, for best line, I have to say. I, I think um, that when he jumps into the host and he's like, uh, I'm still not against you, but I found door number three and I'm taking it. <laughs> that's when he jumps off the bridge. <laughs> well, let yourself have the impression. Say say that as Nicolas Cage. I can't, I, I can't do it. You can. can. You can. You can do anything you put your mind to. I've not got a natural speaking um, capability. I've got quite. I have to be in the room. The timbre of my voice is important. (laughs) (laughs) What a what a great a great show. Uh, What's the change then? I don't really have anything. I just have more plumber. Yeah, I've got that. We've already talked about the the Hudson jump. Um, Yeah. I mean, you, you could argue some of the logic of how he gets to the um, some. What in that when they're in the snow and there's like the an iron pen is <laughs> the Declaration of Independence. I mean, but it's it all is part ridiculous. of its fun charm. It's a it's a fun little adventure. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, yes, I've put here tougher clues, but then I think no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, will you? Big fan of these two movies. Andrew, big fan of the Dan Brown ser- film series. Yes. What are you? What do you prefer? These or Dan Brown? Um, oh well. Should Inferno I say Robert was, Langdon? <laughs> um, Inferno was abysmal. Mm. Um, I mean, I love the. I just love Ian McKellen in the Da Vinci Code. Very enjoyable, <laughs> wacky guy. Uh, <laughs> What's the password, darling? Oh, it's great. Um, I I don't. I genuinely don't know. I I think Nick Cage has got something that Tom Hanks just can't achieve. Good good long hair. <laughs> long hair that's long hair that's not painfully bad. <laughs> um, yeah, can't say I'm a big fan of uh, any of this really. Um, any of this that's strong. Uh, I didn't mind National Treasure. What's hey. left from Will's notes? That's that's all that there is on my mind. What's left from my notes? Nothing. Yeah. Which takes us into... Put here... We're not at Tom's big question yet, but I'm confused. One of my questions I put, Abigail Office. Was she in the office? No, she definitely was in the office. Oh, it's, oh, you think she was in the office and you're like, oh, what character was she in the office? No, I no, as in like, I've just put Abigail office. Oh. I don't know what the question is. The Abigail office was um, when he's on about her buttons. Yeah. Um, what could be the big question? <laughs> um, uh, does, she, does she believe them? Because they're trying to tip them off that uh, Sean Bean's going to break in. Does she suspect them or? Well, um, I did enjoy just a little bit of when he pat, just a nice thing when they're at the uh, when they're at the kitchen when that kitchen when they're at the shop, and he passes the declaration without thinking, and then she goes, "I'm not going to run away. It's fine." <laughs> oh, nice. I think I I think you will really enjoy. Uh, the second movie. There's a great scene because they go all out. They go to Buckingham Palace. It's great. <laughs> uh, Do they awkwardly great... have somebody pretend to be the Queen and stand and wave? 
I don't thank think... you, Doctor. Thank you, Nicholas Cage. Um, no, I think that they're looking at the Queen's desk, and he looks under. He's like, "There's only half of a piece here. We need to find the other half." He's like, "There's an identical uh, piece. There's an identical desk in the Oval Office in the White House." And she's like, "We're going to have to break into the White House." And he's like, "No, we're going to have to kidnap the president." <laughs> and he, <laughs> oh my god, he goes to a party with. The... He's like, "Sorry, can I speak to you?" Who's <laughs> the he... president? Who is? Oh, right. Uh, I'll look it up now. Keep talking. I because I'm going to steal banter from a different podcast. Bill Simmons on the Rewatchables podcast is very enjoyable. I, I love the Rewatchables, and they have a thing where they they where they think that an actor should um, just play the president for four years. And like in every movie, it should be them. And I just think that's the most ingenious idea ever. <laughs> and then um, and then we can have real conversations about who's the best movie president. Go on, Will. Harvey Keitel is in the sequel. Uh, I thought you were say Harvey Keitel is the president. <laughs> that's the that twist is a harsh daughter. twist. Um, Helen Mirren plays Nick Cage's dad and ex-wife of John Voight. Sorry, one minute. Helen Mirren plays Nick Cage's dad. <laughs> Mother. Mother. Yes, yes. Uh, Bruce Greenwood plays the president. Oh, Bruce Greenwood? Oh, I may have to watch this tonight. <laughs> God, I love Bruce Greenwood. Bruce Greenwood, Ed Harris, Helen Mirren, Harvey Keitel, Nick Cage. It's a, it's a great movie. It's a murderer's row. <laughs> who's, who's more believable as Helen Mirren's son? Is it Nicolas Cage? Or is it Jason Statham in the Fast and Furious movies? Because neither of those make any sense to me I, I at all. I think it's Alex Jennings in The Queen. Oh, good shout. Love Alex Jennings. Uh, he, did... he played Willy Wonka when I went to see it at the, the West End. Oh, Wonderful man. He's very <laughs> did good you in, him? Uh, in A Very English Scandal. I'm a, I'm a 60-40 man myself. <laughs> I like Alex Jennings. There's a lady parked in my car. She's sat there wanting to go. She's not leaving. I tell. I tell. He, he, he does play um, Alan Bennett in Lady in the Van, doesn't he? Or is yeah. That some... No, no, no. Yeah. It's literally oh, Alan Bennett. That's yeah. what you were doing. Yeah. 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 There's a lady in the van. Peter and Dudley. Dudley and Pine. Dudley and Pine. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah. he did a one-man play, an Alan Bennett one-man play as Alan Bennett, written by Alan Bennett, sort of from the diaries. Yeah. So it perfected the Alan Bennett of it all. I said, I know what magazines you read, Graham. I've got one up on you, Graham. T t make it tennis. No, no, what, did, what did she say? She says, um, I know what magazines you read. What? Chess. You go, oh, chess with men. Chest with no clothes on. <laughs> oh, we love Alan Bennett. We love Alan Bennett. We love talking heads. Stay tuned for in a couple of years when we do the world's most depressing podcast episode where we talk about talking heads. Um, what's your favourite? Ten minute stretch. Is it when they all break down at the end of every episode and realise their lives are miserable and lonely? I, th I think I, I do think the best one is from the originals is um, the, the one with the biscuit down the back of the sofa. That's cracker under the yeah. sofa. Yes. Oh, you've done it now, Doris. Sad. Very sad. Very uh, sad. A few fun facts, though. Aren't sad at all. 
and they're joyful. Uh, Diane Kruger did most of her own stunt work in the county. Weirdly, <laughs> most, did most of it. Uh, the water in the reflecting pool in front of the Abraham Lincoln Memorial in the scene where they're there was added later because the water was, was drained for maintenance. Yeah, because the water was oh. drained for maintenance. Unlucky. The pool was also added in Forest Gump, actually. Which oh. I don't understand because Jenny walks through it. Oh, there's a there's a, there's a scene. Oh, there's there's a water scene in something there. They added the water. Maybe next time. Carry on. on. The DVD. Yeah, we talked about how the, the original cut was four hours long. Uh, during a press junket, when asked if he believed the treasure existed, Sean Bean replied, "It's probably in Sheffield." <laughs> oh, we love him. We love I him. I hope to God that I that Sean Bean does my graduation ceremony. He's done he's done it before. Um because we get um alumni or local people to, to do a bit of a reading uh for honorary stuff. And I, I hope I get Sean Bean. Sean Bean or Alex Turner. Sean Bean. What if Alex Turner came up, didn't talk about the college, just did the Brit Awards speech again? That rock and roll keeps on rolling. <laughs> Inbox me for the mic. It's um, nothing compared to Lewis Capaldi's uh, Brit Award speech. Have you seen that? <laughs> I think that's how it went. Um, something like that. Tagline rundown. The greatest Hello? adventure history has ever revealed. Okay. Sounds like a riddle itself. In order to break the code, I'm going to do them as Nicolas Cage. In order to break the code. One man will have to break all the rules. It's fine. The clues are right in front of your eyes. <laughs> and our final one. From the producer of Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, is that it? Is that the that, That's it, that's it. <laughs> um, which takes us to the end of this, because I don't actually have a Tom's Big Question, because we couldn't get to the bottom of Abigail Office. Abigail Office. Abigail Office, um, which is a weird last name. Um, well, any final thoughts? <sighs> Me um, yawning. Yeah, it's very contagious. No, I re really, please do watch uh, National Treasure. Um, it's just, it's a fun, I don't think you'll come out of it and go, well, I wasted two hours of my life. I think no, you'll say you wasted two hours, ten of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. Um, oh, and the, the second movie is equally, if not better, good. Um, no, does, does really fun. I'll watch one. anything with Nick Cage in. Love him. This is true. I agree. Da -ba -da -ba -da -ba -da -da.